This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hey guys, welcome back to Thoughts and Talks with Tishney. Today we're going to hear about a person who actually benefited from the lockdown. Yes, while most of us were working from home or studying from home or gaining a few pounds just eating at home because there was nothing to do, this person actually started his job as a scientist at the Dunedin Hospital on the first day of the lockdown. I'm really interested to hear about his experience and perspective. Also, he happens to be one of my oldest friends. So, well, thank you for joining me and welcome Otto Dove. Oh, thanks for having me, Tishni. So let's just introduce yourself, Otto, like what you do, who you are, where um, you come from. Well, <laughs> I studied at the Otago University for a medical laboratory science degree, which means that, um, yeah, I work in the hospital testing samples and helping uh, doctors diagnose patients. I'm from Dunedin uh, originally. And you went to Otago Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've loved Dunedin and <laughs> think I'll hang around here for a few years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you did first year health, say? Yep. And how did you find that? Um, while the work was pretty intense, I feel like I could escape the competitive nature of it by living at home because a lot of people just see the grade average that they are hoping to get, like 95%, mm. and mm. that's all they think about. Where I was, while I still had a lot of pressure with the workload, I could kind of escape that and go home at mm. the end of the day, which I was very grateful for. So you were like, you were kind of like okay while others others were like having mental breakdowns. Oh, it was still pretty intense, eh? But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I managed to kind of push through that and do some good work. Have you always wanted to be a scientist? I, I always loved science throughout high school and even before that in primary school. and. Um, Primary school. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, we had some really good teachers at Port Chalmers School. So. Oh yeah, what did you guys do in science at primary school? I was part of this um, team that sent a balloon up into the atmosphere and photographed it, and um, then yeah, photographed the atmosphere from the balloon, and then retrieved the passwords that parachuted down, and that was that was really awesome. Oh wow! So you were like, I'm going to be a scientist. Well, it just sparked my love for science and. Awesome. Never look back. Yeah, and now, um, what do you do now as a scientist at the Dunedin Hospital? So I uh, work in the labs testing samples. So mm -hmm. um, a doctor will request a test, and then we perform those tests and help diagnose patients. So, like blood tests? Um, yeah, my my department's more um, looking in kind of what bacterial or viral infections people have. Oh, cool. Okay, tell me about the first day that. You know, when you first got the job, how well, exciting was it? Well, I'd been working a few months in a kind of what's called a technician position, but I had just gotten a scientist position, and on my first day as a full scientist, we went into lockdown, yeah. and um, which meant that a lot of my training was dedicated towards helping in the COVID department, mm -hmm. which, um, it, while it was tough to learn it on the fly, I was pretty grateful for to be able to given an opportunity to put my degree to good use. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was just stuck at home while I had a degree that was super relevant to the pandemic, I would have felt pretty down on myself, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. And obviously you liked it. Yeah, yeah. It was um it was tough. It was tough work. Um but the routine of it really 
helped keep my sanity, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, continuing going out and being able to work was quite good for me. And with COVID, what did you do that was COVID-related? Um, so I, I was part of the team that the samples arrived at the lab from around the Dunedin North and South area. Oh, so like people, when people got tested in Dunedin, they kind of send it to you guys? Yeah, they sent it to the hospital and we were part of the team there. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, we were part of the team that then tested the sample to work out whether COVID was present. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. And um, how did you, like, manage it during lockdown too? Because going into university or not university the hospital and having the police like you know Uh, it was really bizarre like driving through Dunedin and it was like a post-apocalyptic world like yeah yeah there was no cars on the streets just no one about it was kind of peaceful though wasn't it yeah it was strangely (laughs) strangely peaceful because you live in well you you're here right now yeah I live in Port Port Chalmers but I drive in and um it was super easy to find a park which yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> and did you ever get um like the police did you did they um, ever pull you over they never pulled me over but um some people i know they had to go through some stops on the way in from Moskiel, so i never experienced that but um yes yeah, some people i know did yeah and what did the police say for the do you know well we were we have ids so um they just oh, yeah. ask, oh, what are you doing out of lockdown and show their ID saying we're off our, on our way into work. Yeah. I think that was good enough. What was the most challenging part being in the hospital? Because for me, I would be like, oh, my God, like, what if I catch COVID, you know? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Were you scared? The, the labs have very strict safety precautions that they put into place. And we had mm-hmm. a... Social distancing? Um, yes, trying to maintain one metre distancing, but we're also split into different shifts and things like that, and we were limiting contact between people, and the actual test itself was, there was a lot of safety measures, so I, was, I had a lot of faith in those safety measures, so although I, I was questioning every sore throat or cough, and I got tested once because I didn't know, it came back negative, but mm. um, yeah, every snivel was suddenly yeah. potentially COVID. Yeah. Can I ask, like, did was there a case that you worked on that came back positive? Um, well, I think we, the Dunedin Hospital, tested all of Southland and stuff, so there were, like, the Bluff Cluster and stuff like that were, mm. came back positive, I think. Mm-hmm. And how was that, finding that out? Oh, well, I was kind of separate from the separate from detecting whether it's positive or negative I was more kind of in the lead up to that uh, preparing the samples oh cool cool and you enjoy doing that than like being on the detective oh well uh, yeah detective side any any kind of work with enough repetition gets a wee bit boring but Mm -hmm. um, it was I was very it was quite an interesting test to be part of it initially and as a scientist um you must know, like, the different pandemics, kind, uh, like no. swine flu or, you know. Mildly, yes. Yeah. So what do you think is different from other pandemics to this one, except it being, like, a global pandemic? Well, um, I think one reason COVID is so different is it spreads really rapidly. It's able to affect a lot of people, which makes it 
much harder to contain than a typical epidemic, which is we're able because it may spread slower and kill more people, which is definitely sad, but we're able to contain it as a global community much better. Like the Ebola epidemic was a good Mm. example of that. It Mm. had a high mortality rate, but because it wasn't able to spread as quickly, we were able to contain it in Africa and really rally behind that. But this pandemic, the COVID virus spreads very rapidly. It's able to survive on surfaces for long periods of time, which made it much more difficult to control. Yeah. Did anyone in the hospital catch COVID? Uh, not that I'm aware of. That's good. It's yeah. really good. Did you have patients? Who, oh, did I, you see any? I'm separate from the patient care. Oh, okay. That's more the nurses and the people. And well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as a global community, what do you think, if there's another pandemic, hopefully there's not, but if there is, what do you think, what, what steps should we take to ensure that it doesn't get as serious as COVID did? Well, I think a massive lesson we'll learn from this pandemic is that we, ver- we really need to act quickly and act aggressively, which I was very impressed with what our government did because we were able to eliminate it. And a lot of that comes from our kind of geography, but also our government acted very quickly mm. and they are able to remove it from our shores for, albeit just a little while. And I think hopefully in the future that the World Health Organization and the, all the countries that are part of it work quickly and are able to confine it to an area and stop it spreading across the globe. As a scientist, how long do you think that this will last, this I, will go on for? I have no idea, to be honest. I, um, I don't know if there's many people in the world that do. Um, it's tricky because... Hope. From a scientific background, just give just give me a date. <laughs> um, oh, no <laughs> Is it January? Hopefully, February? the ideal thing would be if uh, vaccines developed Vaccine. sometimes next year, maybe, and it proves to be very effective. We could a vaccine ho- takes eighteen months to develop, right? Um, yeah, by traditional methods, I think. Yeah. And um, hopefully, that's kind of like a silver bullet. Hopefully, and that will yeah. mean that we'll be able to open up our borders. And what do you think about the borders opening up to Australia? Well, it's it's kind of it's it's good in the sense that it'll hopefully stimulate the economy and get mm-hmm. people spending. A lot of Australians coming in, mm-hmm. and um, I think they've only opened it up to limited states at the moment, no, or they or yeah. they might not have even done that. They might need to two, still two states. Yeah, and um, if there's no reported cases there, or like. Same with the Cook Islands. There's, there's and still reported cases there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's still just managing it, but we kind of need people coming in and hopefully stimulating the tourism sector. Yeah. If not now, so hopefully sometime soonish. Yeah, hopefully. Like, as a scientist, as a scientist, when do you think Europe will be open for us to travel? Because I know you want to travel this year before starting your job where did you want to travel before i wanted to kind of go through southeast asia and then maybe into europe like um, where thailand uh yeah thailand and i was potentially getting a hopefully apply for a visa into myanmar and see that country myanmar yeah it's uh, oh why myanmar we never like hear about myanmar oh there's it's not so much a tourist hotspot as Mm. um like vietnam and thailand are Mm. so it'd be I think it'd be an awesome experience to kind of go through their country. Go through, yeah. How many countries have you visited so far? 
I visited, I think. I've been to, I was pretty lucky. I've been to America, I've been to uh, Samoa, Tonga, and Fiji, and Australia. And yeah, I've also been to Thailand before, which I really love. So yeah. keen to get back there. Um, because you were talking about the government, what do you think about, you know, the election? Oh, it was, it's a historic victory for Labour, eh? It's, yeah. Um, were you a Labour supporter? Um, I was pretty happy with how Jacinta has. Oh, you're not telling. You're yeah. not going to say it. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I voted for David Clark for this electorate, and um, yeah, it's it's a historic moment. It might be the first time that a government, a one-party government, has formed, which. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, but then again, like Labour ha- has good policies, but National did have good policies too. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was it was kind of for me. It was kind of like because I am a Labour supporter, but when I was looking at the policies, National had some really good policies. Yeah, and um, um, it was it was quite a hard situation for them because yeah. a lot of the country and even the world media have really respected how Jacinta had to Oh, definitely. To so they're yeah. always kind of battling uphill. When she came to visit university, I really wanted to have a photo with her, but there was these, like so many, um, uh, what, is it, what are they called? Not secret agents, like bodyguards. Oh, really? Because yeah. I saw some photos of her getting swarmed by yeah. a lot of students. I just really wanted to like take a photo and... I was just like, hey, can I take a photo? And, like, she didn't hear me. But the bodyguard kind of, like, pushed me, and I was like, wow, really? I'm, like, five foot one. Really, <laughs> are you going to do this to me? have to protect the prime minister. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. Um, I know you love politics, so we have to talk about politics. How do you think Trump, um, you know, handled everything oh, it was, in America? <laughs> it was pretty abysmal. Like, um... Yeah, I, I mean the thing is, like, some people do think that he's he handled it well, and it's like, guys, like, so many people died. Like, what, you know? I think um that country is so divided at this. Oh it's, gosh, it's a root yeah. cause. They have different media depending on your political view. There's not there's not facts anymore. There's liberal facts and there's uh, Republican facts. It's mm. just really. It's a country divided, and I hope that the next president that comes in really kind of works to unite the country again because it's not looking good at the moment. Like, people believe completely different realities. They live different realities, and it's just... It's no way for a functioning society. I hope that that rift really gets prepared. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me, Otto. I love talking about politics, so this is, you know, I love talking about, like, oh, to you. It's an interest mine as well. Yeah. Thank you for having me, <laughs> Thank you for joining me, and I hope you have a really good career as a scientist. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, and thank you guys for listening to Thoughts and Talks with Tishney, Episode 7. Um, tune in next week. And here are some more amazing guests. So, goodbye for now. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.